Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rick and Bubba. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us as we start a brand new hour. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, they've already given you a kickoff hour. Along all the Rick and Bubba platforms and however you get the show, we're glad you're here. Uh, Make an extra effort today to get the live show. Two gifts remain, and today it is gift number 11. Uh, In the 12 working days of Christmas, the big year-ender comes your way, uh, Lord willing, tomorrow. Eddie Van Adler settled in for the YouTube experience. For those of you that watch us live and on the archive on the YouTube channel, we thank you for being with us. He also does a best of hour that we put on our podcast channel and our YouTube channel. He also provides that hour on Blaze TV and on terrestrial TV stations uh, all over the, the country that carry that as well. So that's one option. There's the TuneIn app. That's a live streaming app. There's podcast archives every day that are audio only. And there are the boldest radio stations in America that make up the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. However you get us, we're glad that you're here. We're missing one. We're missing one. The silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bursi! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick? Yeah, buddy. Bubba Gift 11. Gift 11 today, the 12 working days of Christmas are counting down. And, uh, boy, we got a good gift today. It's a big DeWalt tool pack kit of stuff, and you can just have a field day. So we have Greg Phillips on the show today. Nothing nothing says Merry Christmas quite like being let out of jail. Mm-hmm. Rick, and it does. So we'll, it does. Uh, and, uh, well, you know, we told Greg to watch those parking tickets. We yeah, did. Yeah, so, boy. So, let me tell you. They'll so, catch up to you. So Greg uh, Phillips will be with us today. You, we've interviewed him on the podcast. We've interviewed him on the show. Uh, he, of course, is in the Dinesh D'Souza film, Two. Hundred uh, two is it two hundred mules? Two thousand. Two thousand. two hundred here, but two thousand really? mules. It does. Oh, no. I thought there were two thousand of them, that not two hundred. Yeah, that's all right. Look, little typo there, but uh, Burge felt that it wasn't right. 
That's uh, what catch it. Yeah, so anyway. That's still um, a lot of mules. That is, is a lot of mules. It 2,000 is. Is, is substantially more, uh-huh. but that is a lot. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he uh, he was put in jail, as, as you may or may not know, and we'll ask him about that and his release. And, of course, his, he's part of the True the Vote bunch, and uh, they they have been identified by our government and, and attacked. And we'll talk about that. So that's on the program today. Michael and Amanda Helms. Oh, wow. Going right into it. Well, just, I mean, big, well, big, right there, big, big day for them. How about that? Uh, anniversary today. 21. 21. One, two. Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. So happy. Kindest, most gentle, oh. just soul goodness. Yeah. You got to be to, yeah. to put up with a storm that's Helmsy oh, uh, yeah. for 21 years. Yeah. But so, there it is. Love you, honey. Boogaboo and I went. We went out to dinner last night. You and old Boogaboo, yeah, Boogaboo, Boogaboo, Boogaboo. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not Boogaboo. Look at there. It's Boogaboo. <laughs> yeah, there Boogaboo. Uh huh. RG three team. Did y'all have a good meal? We did. Really? We did. We to? shared some sushi and we oh, shared right. How about uh, that a little teriyaki chicken, <laughs> a little rice and Holly vegetables. Jolly. Have a, have she, a I'll, I'll, I'll say this: she, we, we always split the soup and salad too. We both like that. Okay. But she was cold, so she was like, "Hey, I want the soup," and I, I and I just let her have it. Normally, I'd have said, I had to, "Save me a little bit of that. I like soup." I was, but, I, but it was our anniversary, so I was like, "Well, yeah. today is our actually anniversary. We're celebrating." Understood. We'll be celebrating throughout the weekend if, as we get moments to yeah. do that. Oh, look! But, when you still got kids running everywhere, just, you know what you say to each other: "What, what night works for you to celebrate <laughs> the anniversary? No matter what day we got married." Yeah, yeah. I, I almost think she was testing me too because there had not. Not a usually test. we get. And she may have just forgot too. I don't know. But usually we, there's talk leading up to it six days out. Hey, it's our anniversary next week. What are we going to do? And there's been zero conversation. Yeah. And so yesterday, I I I was waiting on her to bring it up, and then <laughs> yesterday I text her and I'm like, because I didn't want to be the. Look, we all get busy, and we all. She's in the middle of a new job, oh, and yeah. kids are in the middle of finals, sure. and everything else going on. And so I, I, I said, I text her, I said, of course, you forgot, but I do know to, tomorrow is our oh, anniversary. Don't tell me. You, and you I know, said, my, so, men, men never get that and, opportunity. It really I know. Happens. I know. And so she was like, I, I, I knew you didn't forget. I was just, I'm busy too. And I didn't forget. I go. said, well, let's go tonight. Let's right. do something tonight. There you go. If, as I'm looking at our schedule, not a whole lot of cooperation there, so come on, Boogie it was Boogie. nice. Now the sto- the weather was great, <laughs> right. fantastic right. for yeah. that. Well, Good you, night. Can I say this though? That weather, we were fortunate, and a lot of people had really a really tough time. Yeah, we really just had an old dreary, nasty, rainy day. Yeah, windy, and, windy. And so something sometimes that can actually be a great time to go spend a little time together. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, because you know, I mean, it's it feels all snuggly. It did. Uh-huh. You know, it did. Yeah. yeah. It's funny that you, you she wanted soup because that's what Terry wanted. Isn't that weird? Yeah. They wanted the soup. It's getting you know, a little cold. The, I want soup. The soup yeah. at the sushi place. It's it's just not. It's not really soup. It's not. It's like a broth. It, it's yeah. like the bath water from a chicken. Yeah. No, you, well, you know what I mean. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> well, a chicken, I walk, a chicken yeah. walk through it. Well, uh, I was thinking, Bubba, and I don't. But wanna, it's good. I like it. It is. Yeah. I don't want to speak for you, but I think in this particular case, I don't have a whole lot of um, angst about that. I'm, I'm going to step out because I don't think I am. Right. Um, I hear that Amanda for sure sound like maybe possibly. Terry, but I think I can say that your wife and my wife have never had to make the decision on sharing the soup and salad. You know, it's a, hey, hey, Rick, <laughs> hey, Bubba, no. let's share a soup and salad. 
I don't not, think not I, that one because yeah, Betty I've doesn't like sushi. I, I don't think that's no. ever been uttered by my yeah. wife because she knows the thought of me sharing soup and salad. Yeah. She's like, that, I, I'm not even going to go no, down we, that road. They never get a, that opportunity. We've yeah. shared yeah. a wedge yeah, He's never before. brought up in my house. <laughs> no. uh-huh. We've shared a wedge yeah. before, right, yeah. but not much. Yeah, we're not yeah. food sharers. Yeah, well, yeah. just I was just thinking about more that, unfortunately, I probably would, would not eat that little. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you she know? knows yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. If Sherry brought up, let's share a soup and salad, she'd go, I bet that's not going anywhere. <laughs> You know, but uh, but it, it was it was precious and mild. Yeah, you had a little snuggly. Yeah, y'all had, y'all had a little soup and salad and snuggly, and it's raining. Well, there was plenty of teriyaki yeah. chicken and oh, yeah. the sushi. Now the sushi roll she picked, I oh, was yeah. like, when she said it, I'm like, eh, yeah, I don't know that I like that one. I but I love it. On I love it. It was some spicy tuna. Hey baby, it's cold outside. Hey baby, it's raining outside. <laughs> and they miss us. We were over by the plaza and teleport, and they miss us over there. Matter of fact, yeah, the owner they're... of the Wonder... restaurant that we're in gave Amanda and I a gift and said, "Good to see y'all. We miss y'all. Please over come back. Here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know really how the restaurants that were close to the broadcast plaza are even still in business. <laughs> yeah. When we left, well, they took a, they <laughs> hey, took a hit. I hey, guarantee. Let me tell you what we also had packed money. <laughs> hey, we they, their 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 income went down when we left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. There were two places over there I know that had to, they had to have let at least one person go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice picture. I say they're taking care of all the water problems. Yeah, it's amazing. Good. Couldn't right. believe it. Wow. Wow, that place will flood. Yeah. Water everywhere. Uh, we'll be back 16 minutes past the hour. 866, we be big. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So uh, we finishing up, uh, and we'll, we'll continue to talk about this, but hey, finishing yeah. up on this, uh, I, that, that's fond of choir to sing. Yeah. Um, finishing up on this, uh, this is a quote that a lot of people have been talking about, and we actually played this this interview a while back. It's not new. This is actually when he was at Washington State. And uh, Coach Leach, and they were doing a, a documentary or an, an interview, a little op-ed on him mm-hmm. uh, and how he is a unique individual. And a question was asked, and even when talking about his earthly death, uh, Coach Leach was very consistent that he had a very logical, simplistic view of, of a question about his earthly death. And here it is. When people write the Mike Leach obituary, how do you want to be – Remember. Well, that's their problem. They're the one writing the obituary. I mean, what do I care? I'm dead. <laughs> 2018. That's amazing. That's a great point. Why? Don't I worry mean, me with that. Don't I have enough dealing with? I'm just. I'm dead. That's on somebody else. That's somebody else's problem. It's not mine. That is great. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's uh, wow. so. That was his view of that. So if you're the one that got stuck with writing that, you're sitting there writing it, going, "Well, he he warned me this would be my problem." And right. you know, we we've talked <laughs> about for years. Stuff. He he had a real interest in pirates and. Uh, you know, that followed him through his coaching career. But the the irony that Mississippi State is playing at the home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where they have a giant pirate ship in the end zone, you got to admit the irony sure. of that is bizarre. It is. Yeah, it, it sure is. I agree with that. So there you go. Uh, and they'll have the tribute uniforms that will feature the state logo and a pirate flag on the side of the helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, another story today. Do you remember the Iranian soccer players that decided at the World Cup they would protest because of the way the protesters in Iran were being were yeah, being treated? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, didn't, didn't uh, care for that. Well, um, not one protest. Th- those of you that, that – I don't know. I still don't understand you. They're, the only way that you are – 
dabbling with us turning the United States into one giant tyrannical central government who takes care of all of our needs and 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 runs everything. You, you don't know much about how this ends. Uh, you, you you just you're not uh, very wise because I know what I know what modern day liberals think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they think if we can get to the point that we can hush up these people that don't think like us and we can make them go away, we're going to have a utopia. Everything's going to be fine. Everybody loves together. Kumbaya. But you get all that in place, though. What happens? What happens if somebody with guns comes in and takes over? And see, that's what happened in Cuba. That's what happened in China. That's what happened in Venezuela Mm -hmm. and other places. And then they get to dictate the terms because you've already set the system up. Well, it goes back to that analogy I'd heard forever, and I forgot who wrote it. Uh, I don't remember who it was. But talking about that you ignored all these things because it didn't affect you. Mm-hmm. And he said, then the day came when they came for me, and there was nobody there to stand up for me. Right. And, uh, and see, that's what you don't you, – even those of you that love this, you're creating an environment that if all of a sudden this wonderful, tyrannical, like Bubba said – giant central government that you say that tells people what who who can say what they want to say and shut this down and you're not allowed to say that and you like that because you agree with everything they're doing but what you don't understand you're creating an environment they're going to eventually turn around to you and say you can't say what you're saying right right. or in this case they're going to kill you uh so the iranian government uh, uh got one of the soccer players that had his little protest Think about how great this country is that you could stand up and protest in this country. You're supposed to be able to yeah. uh, and not face execution. Uh, you're supposed to be able to redress the government. It's why I love what the Celtics coach said the other day. I, see, to me, a lot of people miss that. That's the American spirit. So what did you think about the royal family? Being at your game, royal family. You talking about Mary, Joseph, and Jesus? <laughs> yeah, no, you know, we're talking about the princess and prince of Wales. Ooh. And he's like, I don't know anything about them. Hope they're Celtics. How about fans. this? I don't recognize them as a royal family. We don't do kings here. <laughs> we don't do royal family here. That's what we left. That's the reason why some of y'all look, y'all love that a little too much, man. They ain't no loving that. We left. We left all that, and you don't want that. Nope. Uh, but anyway, the uh, one of the Iranian soccer players sentenced to death. After protesting, yeah, he will be hanged. Yeah. Greg. Wow. So, so they'll hang him. He must not have been a very good player, Greg. And well, well they would want to I, that. That's a little insensitive, but also probably true. Yeah, if he'd been one of the stars, they might reconsider. Just give him a little hard time, let him bust a few rocks. Yeah, well, the uh, but what you hear here is it goes back to the thing that our goofy leftists in this country didn't understand when who was the one who was the all powerful whatever that was in charge that made that snide comment about gay people. That they don't oh, have. Uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Amajin. Mahmoud Amadinejad. Mahmoud Amadinejad. And the leftists in our country missed it. Yeah, they missed the entire thing. Uh-huh. When he said, well, we don't have that hero. <laughs> he thinks there's no gay people in Iran. <laughs> he said it was a Western. Yeah. Movie. How backward to say, no, that, no, you didn't listen to what he was saying, is we killed them here. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they don't, don't have them because they don't yeah. exist. We eradicate them, yeah. is what he was saying, and you idiots missed it. Should be uh, yeah. scary, and, yeah. and and now you're going to build uh, some kind of government that could do the same thing here, and you don't mind as long as the government's eradicating people you don't like. But what you're missing is one day they're going to want to eradicate you, and you're not going to like it. Nope. I, the the thing that got me when we were sitting here dealing with the war on terror, and gay people were soft on radical Islam, and I'm like. Ooh. And they were more angry with George W. Bush. I was with the, the yeah. with, with, with the what he was saying about marriage. I'm like, what? 
I said, do you realize what would happen to you if, if the people who are trying to destroy us took over this country? You're going to be the first yeah, to you, go. I think you need to kind of rest and land on a place right. that uh, there's going to be people who are always going to disagree with you. Yeah. Uh, but I would pick them over the people who will uh, hang me or cut my head off or throw me off a building. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell claiming that uh, fundamental Christians are more dangerous than, than yeah. radical Islamic? Uh, she well, was not. not really. What? Not what? really. Facts don't seem to back yeah, up that claim. We may hold up a Bible verse where God defined marriage, but we're not coming to cut your head off no. and, and eradicate you from society. Uh, yeah, um, uh, you, you're out of your mind. I'm looking at this, uh, this player's uh, career, and it looks like he played up until 2018. So to Greg's point, he's not scoring goals for them anymore, so they figured they could there make an example out of him. Mm-hmm. Right. There you go. Uh, Bubba, would you like to know what he was accused of by the tyrannical government? Yes. Waging war against God. That's what they that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a now <laughs> wow. his his crimes mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. was that he was supporting mm-hmm. people campaigning for women's rights and basic freedom in the country. Right. Correct. Yeah. But that's defined as waging war against God. And 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 y'all are upset about what First Baptist Church is doing? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. something else. Isn't that something else? Yeah. <laughs> You're missing it. You're wow. missing it. You got bigger problems around the world. Be, yeah. be careful what you're wishing for here. Yeah. Be careful because let me tell you what. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of the Christians that you can't stomach are the ones that's going to protect you from these crazy people. Yeah, yep. you better believe it. So we're the ones standing in the gap. Well, and it, it's, uh, I was talking about when people make these kind of stands and, and compared to the people here that, you know, they think what they're doing is heroic when it really costs them nothing. Uh, I was talking with a pastor this week and he said, and he got emotional talking about it. And he said, you know, in these Islamic countries, and he was talking to a pastor there that basically he said, I was talking to him trying to get an update. And he said, hang on just a minute. I just heard an explosion. I got to check to be sure it's not our, our church. They just blew up. Yeah, and he goes right. out there and comes back. He says, no, nah, it was just down the street. And he said, and he got emotional. He said, I was baptizing uh, 30 new followers of Christ the other day. And he said, I begin to weep and celebrate at the same time. And he said, yeah, I guess that was emotional. He said, well, yeah, it was emotional that they, were, that they had found Christ in the truth. He said, but I was equally crying because their life expectancy expectancy was going to be about three weeks. Yeah. Mm. And he said every single one of them was killed. Mm. Now, that's devotion to the faith right there. Yep. Yep. And then some, we're out here upset because our devotion might cost us a sin that we love. So, um, special place in heaven for you. Yep. They will receive the crown for the martyrs. But think about that. What if you, what if today, if you devoted your life to Christ, that means you're going to probably live about three more weeks? Mm. You'd take it a little more serious, wouldn't you? Yep. Yeah. 14 minutes to the top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Take it home, baby. You'll be able to do it all right when you're right with your Christmas. Everybody go. There it is, by request. 
Porky Pig. So, Abner, how do you have to handle that? Even though it's Porky Pig, but not really Porky Pig, but he's singing a song. I guess it's copyrighted. Is that where is that where you get in trouble? I've let that one roll before, and we haven't gotten in trouble, so I just let it roll. Atta boy. Yeah. Let Thank it Thank you, Abner. If it doesn't let get it flagged. A little just... gift for the YouTubers. Let it roll. Uh, uh, let it and, of course, roll. we probably now have brought down a mojo on ourselves. <laughs> sure. Uh, but sure. anyway, but um, I'll tell you, I, I, you can tell – uh, and whoever that, that, that show is, that when he drops in there in the middle of the kazoo solo and hits him with yeah, one, they didn't, that, that, they didn't, they yeah. didn't expect. Yeah. I wish I could do Porky Pig that good. Y- y'all don't know it how much like I was doing. It, it sounded like Speedy laughing at anything you said. Right? That's right. I didn't yeah. think about that. It's yeah. almost like I was doing Porky Pig. Yeah. Uh, or how about this? A man of a thousand voices may be able to do a Porky Pig. <laughs> Speaking of Speedy as well. Uh, so can anyway. you do Porky Speedy? Uh, uh, oh, I'm sure you can. I should say, that, can the man of a thousand you know voices? Can the man of a thousand voices do Porky? <laughs> you sound just like it. Speedy, add that to the 12 days. Well, the man of a thousand voices appears. What I've told him, the line. Speedy, please cut three of mine back and just give it to the man of a thousand voices. What I told him, the part that the man of a thousand voices has he has to do many voices in those lines? I don't yes. know what to do, and yeah, I don't know how to do it. Well, we'll throw it out. We'll say, "Do this person," wow. and you and you go at it. All right, <laughs> Charles Barkley. <laughs> so yeah, twas the night before Christmas is uh, is stacking up to be a dandy tomorrow. Also, uh, the final installment of 2022 tomorrow on what's eating Scott Garoski. We get that tomorrow. Oh time. really? Yep, yep, oh, fine. we don't deserve all yeah, that. We, we don't deserve it. Uh, a quick wacky world. How bizarre! How bizarre! How bizarre! Uh, look around the wacky. This story is almost too hard to imagine. A Florida man allegedly threw a Christmas tree at his wife during an argument that was sparked when she asked him to help make dinner. I get well, that. I mean, in all honesty, Greg, I mean, Greg. where where does she get off asking him? That's her problem. Right. Richard Atchison, fifty-two, lost get his temper, lost his <laughs> temper at the couple's Fruitland Park home Monday evening. When his wife asked him, him to help put a spoon in the sink, accidentally splashing mm. him with water, according to the arrest affidavit obtained by Fox 35 in Orlando, Atchison packed his things, went outside to his vehicle before returning home because he'd been drinking uh-huh. and told his wife to leave instead. Mm-hmm. When the wife tried to go, deputies say Atchison shoved her, picked up a Christmas tree that was in the corner of the room, Uh-oh. and threw it at her, striking her. Uh-oh. He Merry then Christmas. allegedly blocked the front door to prevent her from leaving. He really can't make his mind up what he wants to do. He didn't know if he wants to leave, hmm. he wants her to leave. Now yeah. he's blocking her he's trying to leave. Yeah, yeah, a little, little you all know, over From the looks of the picture, I believe yeah. the... Help in the kitchen was the least of the problems. Yeah, yeah I, he yeah. may have some other issues there. He can't even look at the camera. Well, the the phrase here we must, and I've double underlined it on my story, he had been drinking. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, you think know, he'd he, take a bump? Oh. Ooh, just me might that smell picture. it. Let's see that picture again, Adler. <laughs> Your adult bottle's drinking him now. Oh, it is. Look, mm-hmm. I mean, he he can't even look, look at, at the it. camera. Look, 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 Hung look. in a stair. Look you, at you it. think that guy throw a Christmas tree at you? <laughs> He'll grab that tree in a minute. Mm-hmm. You think so? He'll tell you to leave, then block the door. Yeah. Yeah, he's he looks Get out like of here. he might you ain't have, a, have a little temper. Yeah, 
Greg, I'll tell you exactly He's how he went. Contrary, yeah, Greg. He'd he'd been in he'd been in the silly sauce. Got so he got he didn't want to help with put up. It's not like you're just putting up the dishes. Mm-hmm. Got somebody splashed water on him. Well, that set him off. And then he said, "I'm leaving." Then he thought, "By golly, I'm not leaving my house. You leaving?" And then she says, "Okay." And then you ain't leaving. Then he blocked the door. Yeah. And then he gets where Christmas, you going? Then he gets your Christmas tree and throws it. <laughs> it's like the Bible says, guys: let your yes be yes and your no be no, <laughs> and don't throw Christmas trees at your wife. That, right. Yeah, right. that's yeah. in a yeah. second parentheses. So. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> Greg, that's actually that's actually the way it's written in the message. Right. Uh, so, uh, so anyway. <laughs> so good. Uh, all right, we'll be back. So there you go. The stress of the season can get to people sometimes. Wow. I believe he's year-round from that look, don't you think? What about sobering up? Now I've got to put the Christmas tree back and everybody's mad at me. Rick got drunk, showed myself. (laughs) I'm sorry. And and I've got this little arrest warrant. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now I'm going to mess Christmas up. I'll talk about this for years. (laughs) We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we, we think that we have the winner of uh, gift number 11 and the 12 working days of Christmas. Uh, Carol, is that correct? Carol, is that the name? All right, so uh, so Carol, we're, we're trying again. Carol, are you there? I am here. Ooh, Carol, Carol uh, we were uh, struggling well, there. You were caller 67. Congratulations. Good night. Carol, good gracious. Bubba, tell Carol what she won. Well, Rick, she has won the DeWalt, DeWalt 20 Votes Toolkit Combo. Includes a half-inch drill, a three-speed oscillating multi-tool, a handheld LED work light, and a six-and-a-half-inch circular saw storage bag charger and two batteries with a retail value of $349. Dirt Road Gourmet gives you $200 worth of delicious casseroles, so we're now over $500 Worth of stuff, Carol. How long have you been listening to the Rick and Bubba show? Oh, for about 17, 18 years. Yeah, so where are you from? Maybe longer. Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. Well, hey. well, you, you were in trouble. Uh, you know, if, if, as long as we could hold the call, you did, you did win. Uh, but uh, it, it, I was afraid we were going to lose you because we have lost people before. But your call stood. We got you finally to a place where you could be understood. Uh, so we're going to put you back on hold, get a little more information. And congratulations on winning gift number 11. Thank you. My husband is happy. I bet he is. Merry <laughs> he's Christmas. Gonna, he's going to enjoy this. All right, Carol. I'm putting you on hope. Yes, he will. Uh, Merry Christmas. All right, Merry Christmas. You know, Rick, I have a saying you can never have too many tools. No, I mean, because you never know what you're going to need and no, when. And you don't. The worst the case is to say, if I just had that and fill in the blank. I know it. Yeah, so. I know it. Bubba, Greg Phillips is back. Uh, Greg you, you, Phillips. Greg, so good to see you. Yeah, uh, and we've we mean been, that. We've been worried about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I mentioned earlier, you got to watch those parking tickets. They can add up. 
You know, if if uh, parking tickets result in strip searching by the U.S. federal marshals, yeah. I can't imagine what's happened to the world. Uh, I well, can't imagine. You, you saw Greg if you watched Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 Mules. You you know he is with True the Vote, uh, and uh, also uh, just the, I just. You know, we, we we were we've said this, and you you and I were talking in the break. Our, our founding fathers tried so hard to warn us, because see, we're so far removed now from the the king, and and we we, we foolishly don't understand tyranny anymore. Because see, they understood it because they just left it. They yeah. they knew the dangers of all this. It's tyranny by a group now, not yeah. just one. But I you 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 faced it. If if you're not understanding what the founding fathers, I'm talking to you, America, right now, and and us. If you don't understand why they warned, every single power that you allow the central government to take, they'll abuse it, and they can use it against you. And that's why the founders said, don't give them much. Here's what the Constitution said they should have. It's limited, and don't let them get outside of this and let them develop all these agencies and all this stuff that they can use against you because if they get it, they will. And, and you experienced that, and you said that you thought. Uh, so tell us what happened, and then you know we know you're out of jail now. But uh, but what happened? So in January of 2021, I went to a meeting in Dallas with a couple of researchers and um, uh, uncovered a bunch of information, or they shared with me a bunch of information that they had uncovered uh, relative to the American le- election information being in China. It was irrefutable. It wasn't like you had to believe that there was some packet of information flying through the air or anything like that. This information was in China. Uh, After 18 months of working with the Federal Bureau of Investigation, um, they decided to um, um, really do nothing. So so Los Angeles County ends up arresting this guy, Um, uh, this this dude that runs this company. Same day that I was out in Los Angeles County for the grand jury, um, they, th- this, this Chinese, this Chinese, uh, uh, guy, um, sued us for defamation in federal court in Houston. We ended up in federal court and this judge was a, kind of an activist judge and, and, um, he ordered us to, or me to tell him who was in the room with me that night when we downloaded the data. And, um, and I said, no, sir, I'm not going to do it. And he said, uh, he said, well, I'm going to hold you in contempt of court. Oh, okay. Um, he said, we'll be here next Monday. This was on, on a Thursday, uh, Monday morning, nine o'clock. We were there. Uh, uh, our lawyer stood up the judge said, is he going to tell, is he going to tell me who was in that room with him? And, and our lawyer said, no, he's not. And, uh, judge ordered us into custody at the U S federal marshals. We ended up in a medium security prison. Uh, me and Ed Seg and my partner Catherine in um, this sort of weird medical isolation where they had windows and stuff. She couldn't even go to the bathroom without folks walking by and and uh, strip search me. And I mean, the whole thing was completely insane. All because I wouldn't share uh, the name of an individual that uh, was in the room with me. The reason I wouldn't do it was he was a he was a federal informant. Um, he works on the border and works in all kind of trafficking cases, human trafficking, drug trafficking. And this guy would be in danger if I blurted his name out. Um, we told the judge that, and he didn't care. So he put me in jail, put Catherine in jail. 
So how did you get out? Because we did the story. When you went into jail, of course, people started calling us. We saw the story. Uh, how, do you, how, do you, how did you get the judge to let you out? We have some amazing lawyers that appealed to the um, uh, U.S. District Court of Appeals in New Orleans. And the fifth, the fifth district um, came back in a day or so and said, you need to let them out now. Um, also uh, compelled them to um, these these two lawyers on the other side. I was so mad at them anyway because they were mocking us during the trial. I mean, they were sitting behind me just laughing while the judge was interrogating us and all this stuff. And, and I kind of I called them uh, wormwood and screw tape, and, mm-hmm. and they, they got all upset about that. <laughs> I bet they did. And, um, did they even know what the reference was? Probably not. Pro- probably, probably not. Um, and uh, so – our, our lawyers made this appeal. They ordered us to be released. And um, and I think one of the, the things that, that really, as I look back at the whole deal, was uh, the, the court really slammed what happened, right? They, the, court, the, the appeals court was not happy that we were in there. The Sunday that we were finally released, the court said, okay, let them out. Um, they couldn't figure out how to let us out. So this was on Sunday. Uh, a guy named Steve Toth, who is a state rep in Texas, uh, come, had come by a couple different times to pray with us and just thank and and uh, just you know just uh, praise the Lord, uh, you know that we were at least alive and well and and uh, we hadn't killed ourselves like Epstein had done, um, <laughs> and, or didn't do right. And um, that that day, um, so he comes in, he prays with us and he goes outside as, as he was leaving. I said, well, why are you here? He said, well, we're having a little prayer vigil outside the prison. And I said, a little prayer vigil. I said, I looked outside, there was like a hundred and I mean, you could see kind of through the glass. Uh, there was a hundred and some odd folks out there in a driving rainstorm, a thunderstorm. Mm. And they, they were out there singing the national anthem, uh, and praying for us for two hours, uh, about 15 minutes after they got done. Uh, the uh, court order came down from New Orleans, and and they let us out. And then they spent 24 hours trying to figure out how to let us out, and eventually let us out. But uh, folks were great. I mean, uh, President Trump called, uh, uh, got wind of what was going on, and called around and did a, a wellness check on us. The uh, uh, federal marshal, uh, the U.S. marshal came by. The U.S. marshal in the Southern District of Texas came by to visit, and just to be sure that we were okay and alive and well. And uh, but it was. It was something. I mean, being in, in isolation, uh, I was in administrative segregation for the first little bit, uh, which is a whole wild place. And by the way, prison during the day and prison at night are two different things. <laughs> I would think it would be. Um, and um, uh, so anyway, this U.S. Marshal came by. President Trump called the warden. President Trump called the governor and, and a few other folks. And and uh, so we had a lot of folks rooting for us, a lot of folks praying for us. And um, But in the end, the uh, uh U.S. District Court of Appeals in New Orleans um, said, no, we're not doing this. Now, we're still in that case, and that judge is still on, on this case as well, so I have to be a little careful. But I think the biggest problem that, that America may or may not know about is you've got these activist judges, right? And they're, they're, they're called being on senior status. So they retire. They go home. They get $200,000 a year or something to retire. But they can come back and pick and choose whatever case they want. Mm-hmm. And so these these rogue lawyers, yeah. screw tape and wormwood, go out and pick this judge, get this case into his court. And, um, man, he, he flat out interrogated us from the stand, um, you know, included himself in saying we and I and and. Um, it was just it was just an incredible um, experience for us, but 
But uh, true, true to form, my partner Catherine, you know, I got out, I was mad. Uh, so, so by the time I got out and I walked out through that razor wire and got out to the car, I was, I was furious. I was mad. I, w- I would have fought somebody if, if they had been there. It didn't matter who it was. I was just mad. We get in the car and and uh, and I'm expecting Catherine to be, you know, either either mad with me or in tears or something. And she's over there like philosophically saying, well, here's what I learned while I was in prison. I'm like, what, what do you mean what did you learn? I, I learned that the hot dogs are something akin to like a, a plastic straw and the food's not edible. And there's a lot of things going on at night in prison that, that nobody needs to know about. Right. Uh, those are all the things I learned and I still want to fight. And she's like, well... I learned that, you know, God was there with me the whole time, and I prayed. And I, well, I prayed too, but I still want to fight. <laughs> Greg Phillips uh, is our guest. Um, he, uh, part of True the Vote. You see he uh, and uh, Catherine, who's also part, uh, interviewed extensively in 2000 Mules, uh, Dinesh D'Souza's uh, book and, and documentary uh, movie. And uh, they uh, both were held in contempt of court. Uh, they were in jail for eight days because they refused to release the name of a man that um, uh, they called a confidential FBI informant. Did not want to put him in danger. And this is a civil trial, yes, right? Yes, civ- Greg, civil. I just want to make sure we got that right. That a, person um, a, remains. A uh, civil trial and a TRO, right? This was just a temporary restraining order, and, right. and uh, but this was an activist judge, and he wanted, uh, you know, he wanted to get his pound of flesh from us and lock us up before the election. Yeah, and that was interesting too. The eight days that you were held uh, and, and put in jail, uh, that got you out really with no time to be involved with the midterm elections. Less than twenty-four hours after getting out, I was standing in um, in Arizona um, working with uh, uh, the late campaign, the Fincham campaign, and and others on what was going on in Arizona on election day. So, Greg, here's the thing: and and two thousand mules was controversial. Uh, some people say, hey, you're on to something. Some people think you guys are crazy. We, I mean, you know that. Um, and as I told you in the break, if something is invisible or it's cloaked or somebody's trying to hide it, it still casts a shadow. And to me, the fact that these people were willing to go to this length to get you guys in court, hold you in contempt, lock you up, in a civil trial with a temporary restraining order, I mean, that was uh, was really what you were in court debating, is it's just unheard of. And to me, that shows that they're out to get you in a way that doesn't really fit the crime, so to speak, if that if I can borrow that phrase. Or the charge. I don't know that you've, you've committed yeah. a crime. Yeah. But it doesn't fit the charge, and it just shows that they – want to hush you up so if they're that going to that extreme to hush you up what you're saying must be something that really really bothers them yeah it really does we were running the uh uh true the vote election integrity hotline in places like arizona you can imagine the last week before that election it was blowing up right and and um place arizona pennsylvania and other other places um they just didn't want us out there. They didn't want us talking. We've got a lot of information that folks don't want us to have. Here's the reality. They can say or do anything they want. All of that information and more uh, is in China. Um, the, the, we later uncovered that there were the machine serial numbers for the ballot counting machines in China. There are the, um, 
the ballot bundle serial numbers. They're all in China. They all live on one server in China. And what's most interesting about it is um, that particular server also runs another set of elections, the CCP's own elections in China, in that server in China. And you can't refute it. I mean, you can say you don't like me. You can say he's a whatever. You can put me in jail. You can do whatever you want to me. It's not going to change the fact that this data and all of this information is in China. We've been completely compromised in this country. If we don't wake up and, and you know, fight back against these activist judges and, and you know, screw tape and wormwood and everybody else, I, we're not going to survive this. Yeah, that's the other part, and you hit it there. You're also revealing, which we all have been concerned about, and apparently rightfully so, activist judges. So, uh, I mean, they're, they're weapons is what they are. Yeah. Absolutely. Greg, so the midterm election, was it tampered with? We, we believe, uh, specifically in Arizona, because we're pretty heavily involved because of our work with the hotline and our work with True the Vote there, that, that what happened to the voters of Arizona outside of Maricopa is tyranny. So you have voters in places like Mojave that were doing the right thing. The election officials were conducting the election in the right way. Uh, they were reviewing signatures. They were matching signatures. They were eliminating some, including others, as appropriate. Um, and that wasn't happening in Arizona or in Maricopa. And so you have a place like Maricopa, which includes 62% of the vote in Arizona. You've got all these other counties, folks out doing it the right way, and they're being held hostage by Maricopa County and the bad guys in Maricopa County. So I would answer the, the question, absolutely yes. It, this, this was a scam. And um, we look for our day in court, and uh, there's some plaintiffs there that have asked, uh, demanded a jury trial in Mo Mojave County. And uh, we look forward to their day in court. Trenton Hoover, he did have one question. I want to try to get in a question or two from the audience. Trent, go ahead. You're on with Greg Phillips. Hey, thanks. Hey, nice talking to you all today. It's our pleasure. Uh, yeah. One thing my wife and I noticed after watching 2,000 Mules, how come this How come this is not getting any more traction or any more notoriety? I mean, it doesn't show up really in any news to speak of. So unless you actually, you know, go, go read the book now or, or watch the documentary, you know, how do people even know? Well, there were 24 million people that saw this movie worldwide, so yeah. so don't don't despair too much about that. I mean, we don't. Um, uh, the the situation is that the mainstream media refused to cover it. Everybody from Fox to CNN and everybody else just refused to cover it. Um, the the good news is um, though that all of those people being able to see it, it was the number one movie on on Amazon for three months. It was the number one movie in the world for 30 days. And uh, so folks everywhere have seen it. We've had people contacting us from Spain and Italy and, and Australia. Um, the, the, you know, the, the white hot light of freedom is real and it exists around the world. And it's not just in America. Folks are, you know, they look at America as to try to, is this the bellwether? Well, mm -hmm. American elections are whack guys. Yeah. And, and if that's the case, like you said, all of the world, they're like, Oh, what does that mean for us? Uh, well, Greg, we're glad you're you're out. Um, uh, give our best to Catherine as well. I'm sorry for what you guys were put through. Yeah. Uh, but uh, also thankful for you know those in the Court of Appeals uh, 
did grant your release um, in the fifth district uh, circuit. I'm sorry, so that that helps uh, that you were able to find somebody to hear your case and say, "Hey, this was wrong." But the problem is nobody can give back what was taken from you. My youngest son, John David, and and his fiancee Emma are getting married this weekend, and I can tell you that it was not lost on me as I laid there and stared at the ceiling at night. Man, if I miss that kid's wedding, somebody's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. That's true. We're glad you're back, and thanks for the work you guys continue to do. Uh, but as, uh, as we all know throughout um, the history of our country and the history of the world, um, it's, um, there's always a price to pay if you're willing to – to fight for freedom. Yep. Always. The big year ender is tomorrow. And yes, you will have a speedy Greg Helmsy doing best of shows. Uh, but tomorrow, one more live show with the gang all here. Adler will also be off. Uh, and the guys will get time off as well as they rotate best of shows and get a couple of replays, which require no supervision uh, as we celebrate this most wonderful time of year. Lord willing, our 29th anniversary comes January the 4th. Uh, the new CD this year, Where's the Bathroom? Available everywhere. Uh, hard copies at rickandbubba.com, or you can go to all the digital download platforms and get it there as well if you don't already have it. The gang's all here for another hour. Uh, welcome back. Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba Here we go, together to the promised land. Well, uh, sometimes, Bubba, there's nothing quite like a visual to make a point. We talk about we have this uh, bizarre fake world in which we live, things that at one time were so elementary that no one would tolerate, that no one would affirm. Uh, now, whatever I decide to do and say, I must be allowed to do it. If not, you're mean. Uh, you have all kinds you got of a phobic you're, you're, something you're, in your background. You're phobic this, uh, misogynist that. Uh, you know, you're everything. You're racist. You're a bigot. Uh, well, I must be allowed to live out my truth, no matter how bizarre you may see it. <laughs> uh, we have a woman who's had enough, uh, and boy, has she had enough. Uh, so, uh, so she is uh, headed before um, an Arizona school board meeting. Yeah. Uh, and she's – should I just let her speak on her own? Do I even yeah, need to add I, well, anything? Rick, well, Rick, you know, you know what this is a case of, and I, I heard Rush mention this one time, and I'd always thought this too. Sometimes it takes the absurd to demonstrate the absurd. Exactly. That's Yes. That's absurd. Ain't, ain't nothing need to be added to that. Mm-hmm. And so she's going to make the point of how absurd some of the things that kids are having to deal with now uh, and when they're supposed to be going to school. And so here she comes before the school – board meeting uh, addressed as a cat. Here we go. Hello, my name is Lindsey Graham, and I am a cat. Meow, meow. I'm not a woman dressed as a cat. I am a cat. By show of hands, I'm curious, uh, how many of you believe and confess that I'm a cat? Great. I am. By show of hands, I'm curious, how many of you believe that your child or a child from this school would believe that I'm actually a cat? No one. You are right. Why? Because you are not stupid, and these children are not stupid. Truth prevails over imagination. Reality exists. Discernment is innate and something we are biologically wired to have. One look at me, and you know this to be true. I am a woman posing as a cat. 
you may also think correctly that if I truly believe I'm a cat, I have a mental disorder. If I suffer from a mental disorder, and if I'm unable to discern reality, am I safe to be around children? Would you put me in charge of making critical decisions about the safety and well-being of children and about the direction of their education when I cannot even discern truth from fiction? Confession. I'm not actually a cat, guys, just because I say I am. You've not agreed to or committed to addressing me as a cat simply because I demand it. No tail, whiskers, or outfit makes me a cat. Just like no lipstick, high heels, or long hair makes him a man, a woman. It is just as biologically impossible for me to become a cat as it is for a man to be a woman. And you have one job as members of this school board, and it's defined as this. School board members are responsible for broad, forward-thinking, minute analysis and decisive action in all areas that affect students and staff in their schools. I ask you, do you believe that the actions of a grown man playing dress-up as a woman affects the students and staff positively or negatively? A public school is not the place for social experiments in altered realities or gender ideologies. It is not the place to celebrate a grown man with a mental illness, dressing as a woman, and teaching kids lies. Children come to school to learn facts and truths about reality, including unchanging biological truths about science and nature, not to learn that they can change biological realities and become anything they want in the name of diversity. What you're actually doing is worse than just lying to our kids. You're forcing them to be participants in your lie, in your charade. You're forcing them to deny what they see with their eyes, and you're forcing them to speak lies. I ask you again, am I a cat? And if you say no, then the mindset must be aligned with your discernment across the board. By allowing a falsity to be displayed and paraded around the school, you teach children that truth is not existent, facts are not real, and biology is a lie. You fail at your job, your only job, by confusing children and teaching them untruths and to coddle a grown man playing dress up as a woman. If you were to address me as a cat right now, it's as ridiculous as when you say Miss Bixler and a grown man's voice comes thundering over the. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now let me get, and is she a cat or not? <laughs> right. well, meow, meow. Well done. Yeah. I, I, and it was, it was two barrels full. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th but think about how elementary what she say is saying. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you this. It's even up for discussion. I, I'm telling you this. You know how we started noticing the trend of food allergies and that started kind of coming out of nowhere? I, I'm, I'm picking up now talking to parents who have children that, that are young and are in the government schools right now. And, and, they're, and, they're, and more and more I'm, I'm getting this. I can't explain why, but my young child has become full of anxiety, and they've never had it ever and 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 I said, well, <laughs> I'm not I'm not the one who have the final gavel on that. But do you see the world they live in? Do you see the world? Think think about how confusing it is if you're young and say like during the pandemic, mm -hmm. all you were told is that school is dangerous. That's why you can't go. It's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden one day everybody walks in and says, go to school. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, what? Y'all yeah. told us y'all told us it was dangerous. Right. Uh, can you imagine what it's like to be sitting here looking at a man dressed as a woman and the school says, yes, y'all need to address uh, – uh, he, he was Mr. whatever, now he's Mrs. whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're looking around going, but that's just a man dressed, dressed yeah. as a woman. Right, right. You know, can you – do y'all see the garbage that we are dumping 
That's on a generation amazing. of children, and the main thing we're doing, the main thing we're doing, is we are we're placing them in a world that has truth, mm-hmm. and taking the truth away. And you know what? You know that while that makes you a little bit anxious, you got no foundation. Right. You don't know what's real and what's not. That's would right. you think that would make you anxious if you were a child? Sure. All the things I just mentioned. Right. Do you think that would do it? Well, think about yeah, this, Rick, yeah, how hard absolutely. it would be to measure things if we all could just decide on our own how long a foot was. Right. Yeah. I mean, there, is, there, there are some standards. And mm-hmm. it, 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 Greg brought a, a great point the other day when, uh, you know, we've got all these pronoun changes now. Who who said you could change the English language? Yeah, who, who made the final call on Yeah. That? Imagine it, trying to deal with that as a child. Right? Yeah. Oh. I it drives I got, me nuts. Well, if you're in an article the other day, I thought, who are we now, How in the world can you teach English? Yeah, and, but who made that call said, okay, we're changing it. Yeah. Now we're mm-hmm. doing it this way. Right. You know what? I don't, ch- I don't think that call was made, right? See, so, so you know what children need? They need stability. Yeah. 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 And, and what, we are, what we're doing, we're sending them out into an unstable, chaotic world, and then we go, I don't know what my kids all freaked out and scared about all the time. Yeah. I tell you what they're afraid of. They, they're afraid of everything I just said. Right. Uh, uh, listen to this. And guy. then you throw in, uh, I'm afraid my school's going to get shot up today. And then, oh, and then, yeah. and then you throw in, I, I, from what I, what y'all yeah. keep telling me, somebody's going to grab me today. Yeah. Can you imagine the world they're living in? Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. It's scary. Uh-huh. Uh, she was talking to Paul Bixler. All right. He uh, is 72, a retired teacher, teacher and principal, identifies as transgender and was appointed by the Liberty School Board outside of Phoenix in uh, 2021 and identifies as a trans person and wears his deceased wife's clothes in front of the school kids. So his wife that passed away, he now pretends to... To Correct. Wear, he wears her clothes. And, and she's you know demanding what? that he resign. And here's the thing. If he wants to do that in his private life, and that's his own business. But it, as she said, but when you come out here and make these Errol of us act like that's real, that's yeah. different. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, well, here's another one. I would like for the President of the United States, 1A Adler, I would like for him, with all of this um, Defensive Marriage Act thing mm-hmm. he just did and all this celebrating, and, of course, he made up that gay people are being thrown out of restaurants, which I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I have, I didn't know that was going on. Uh, but anyway, he— uh, I two, know Christians are. There's some stories on that. Yeah. yeah. I, that is I would like for President Biden to at least when he gets up— now, I know he'd have to be coherent to do this, but let's pretend that he, he suddenly has grasped of his cognitive skills again. Right. Okay. I would like for him to say, now back in 2006, I realized that I said completely the opposite, hmm. but I have evolved over time and I don't feel this way anymore. I could let that go. Yeah. I would go, well, he's changed his mind. Now we haven't heard that, but I want you to think of all the speeches you've heard from Biden this week about uh, this. Uh, oh, the, yeah. uh, here he is hmm. in 2006. Uh, uh, pointing to uh, de- defending the marriage act that he voted for. Uh, this is in 2006, uh, and I want you to hear exactly what he said in his own word, words and compare it to what he just said. So here we go. The president used his radio address uh, yesterday and tomorrow in the Rose Garden to talk about a constitutional amendment to ban gay marriage. You know, think about this. The world's going to Hades in a handbasket, We are desperately concerned about the circumstance relating to uh, avian flu. We don't have enough vaccines. We don't have enough police officers. And we're going to debate the next three weeks, I'm told, gay marriage 
a flag amendment, and God only knows what else. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law, the Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that. Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. What's the game going on here? The president. Okay. Well, what is, what is the game going on there, Uncle Joe? I, don't miss too that he was he was they were trying to scare us about some flu in 2006, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. we didn't have enough vaccines for it. <laughs> but but I want you to listen. He is really saying what we've been saying. Right. He's like this is elementary. And he's Look dogging his, who? The Republicans for wanting to waste time on something that everybody knows is a fact, and that's marriage is a man and a woman. Why, why, spend, he, why, why are they not canceling him over this? Why it don't matter how long ago it was. Yeah, why can't he be canceled? And why doesn't he tell the story about him and his dad seeing the two guys? And yeah. hey, that's love, Joey. Yeah, where did you, you know where, he left where that? Did you talking about in the nineteen fifties or yeah. whatever it was? They're just sharing their that, love, Joey. <laughs> that had happened before he did that. Yeah, oh, yeah. And and it was such a moving moment in his life. He obviously just forgot about it. What then. a load of garbage! Look, I one hundred and eighty degrees different. Yeah, that, and that was when he was actually speaking with a mental capability that right. he actually Greg, had, Greg, had a thought. And I would submit this to you. I would submit this to the folks that. Uh, are glad that uh, that Congress passed the law this week. He don't really mean that either. No, he didn't. He just thinks it's politically expedient at the moment. He would flip again in a minute yeah. if he needed to Back to stay then, politically on top of the game. Back he, then, that was what where the way the wind was blowing, yeah. and that was best for him to have that opinion. Please, now, whatever opinion is best for him politically, that's where he goes. Guys, yeah. please, y'all don't he, miss he's that a, he's, he's acting he's, like he's three miles wide and an inch, half an inch thick. Yeah. yeah. In 2006, he's getting on to the Republicans for t- wasting our time on something that's already been decided. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's saying, this is elementary. Are we really talking about this? And now it's all they want to talk about. <laughs> all right, so and on this next one, we don't know what he said. Oh, no, uh, no, try to figure this one out. Everybody try to figure <laughs> Are out. Are we back the, to modern day? Yeah, we're oh, modern yeah. day now. Modern day Joe Biden. Tr- <laughs> let's all try to figure out what he's saying. Cisco Systems and Cyber, Cyber Bastion, a diaspora-owned small business. Cisco Systems and Cyber Cyber Bastion, a diaspora-owned small business. Cisco Systems and Cyber Cyber Bastion, diaspora-owned small business. What is that? Cisco diaspora-owned small business. I don't know. Is he saying Bear Ashburn is a small business? I don't know. Now he's. He's talking to the uh, They're actually quite big. U.S. Africa uh-huh. Leaders Summit. So is Africa in there? Let's, I, I, let's listen. Know, let's listen again. Cisco Systems and Cyber, Cyber Bastion, a diaspora-owned small business. What? I, I, I don't I, know I, what he said, but small business is the only thing I, I know he it. said. Well, you know why, Greg? Because there's nothing else this this television. I mean, you can't. You remember we had the footage of a person that time that was talking. and They started having a stroke in the middle of it. It was like a news report. Yeah, it was like that. Diaspora owned small businesses. Is, is that what it is? is? What he's saying. What say it again? Diaspora owned small business. What is a diaspora? That's like a. Uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm, I'm trying to think of? Diaspora is like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, varied, varied, like multicultural. I think. I don't know. Why uh, didn't diverse. you say multicultural diverse? or diverse? I don't know. I don't know. 
Adder, would you like to explain what you were trying to say? Go to the break there. Uh, did, did you want another shot at it? Yeah, I, 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 you know, the music will be bearing down on oh, you yeah. sometimes, and uh, a lot mm-hmm. going on here. Yep. And uh, so diaspora means <laughs> displaced, right? Not diverse. Yeah. So, I knew it meant something. That's about close. You, know some you panicked. People, yeah. You were in the ballpark. Oh, you were on the right sideline, but yeah. you were in the ballpark. You think any of us Nimrods are going to correct anybody on not mm-hmm. being able to explain something? I mean, come on. Plus, we saw you flapping in the wind. We had to we leave did. you. Oh, oh, I was when, flapping like a flag. When I saw you get too blocked by that music, I thought, let's just leave him. Let's watch this. It'd be nice if the president could speak clearly. We would know the words. That's true. By the way, Greg, you asked for it. You got it. Now, remember. Oh boy! Uh, we just heard him in 2006 saying, "I don't know why we're wasting time on what marriage is. Everybody knows it's a man and a woman." Bubba makes the brilliant point that this story he's about to tell us now that the wind was blowing in another direction. Now he wants all gay pe- gay people to think that he was raised up to understand uh, their desire for marriage and their desire for relationship. Now, don't forget, in 2006 he he's saying something completely different. Yeah, and this story happened before 2006. To right. Bubba's point, uh, but if you want to hear him, here he he is saying something. And let me tell you something. With zero hesitation, this did not happen. Dude. It did not happen because of the, ti- the time he said it happened yeah. and, the, and the way our society operated during that time. Here comes a 100% lie from Joe Biden trying to connect with the LGBTQ community. Here we go. Dad, my dad, God love him. <laughs> I was, it was 1961, and mm. I was applying for a job as a lifeguard in the city pool system because him. they paid better than the county job I had. And uh, he dropped me off at the town square, Rodney Square, and there were two men in suits like I'm wearing standing in a corner. And the light was red, and, and they kissed as I was getting out of the car, and I looked back at my dad like I hadn't seen that before, and he said, it's simple, Joe. They love each other. That, that just didn't happen. That did not. That, that, 1961. <laughs> that did not. Uh, so wait, think about wait, his dad's wait. generation, okay, where that came from. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm choked up. Airlock. Adler, play the other clip we saw before. The 2006? <coughs> yeah. You okay? Let's hear it again. <laughs> <coughs> and then Adler's going to explain to us what he was trying to say. <laughs> right, let's hear it. Now, we heard Joe give that story, that touching story from 1960. Yeah, that he apparently forgot in 2006. Yeah, here's in 2006, which is a long time after <coughs> 1961. Yeah. A constitutional amendment to ban gay marriage. You know, think about this. The world's going to Hades in a handbasket. We are desperately concerned about the circumstance relating to uh, avian flu. We don't have enough vaccines. We don't have enough police officers. And we're going to debate the next three weeks, I'm told gay marriage, a flag amendment, and God only knows what else. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law, the Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that. Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. What's the game going on here? But, but, Joey, what about when your dad was dropping you off back in 1961? Yeah. And, and you saw two men in suits that were kissing. And, and at Rodney and, Square. And it was right there at Rodney Square. And you look back at your dad, and he said, Joey, they love each other. Come on, Joey. You just forgot about that. Hey, you know what? His dad would be furious about what he said in 2006. I know. It. Yeah. I know. It. And his dad was extremely woke considering the generation he grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, you yeah, know they're all, known for their, you know, yeah. the way they felt about gay marriage. Sure, it was, it, 
and you know what? Men would just kiss each other in the streets in oh, 1961. Yeah, sure. Right. I don't even think about that. Oh, that's that's why they use the term in the closet. Right. Men in suits. Right. Men in suits. I've never seen two men in suits kiss each other on TV. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> to the to the phones we go. Uh, Thirty seconds, uh, Tony in Mississippi. That ain't rain on my leg. Oh, yeah, boy. Tony, go ahead. Mac, 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 Mac. Hey guys, uh, have y'all covered the non-binary uh, director of waste energy something? Oh, yeah, we 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 we've been following that story. He had a. A problem picking up handbags, and uh, he's he's in the news again today. Yeah, uh, the, hey, who who is betting these uh, hires up there in the White House? Uh, you know why this guy. You know why this guy got this job. We all know it. So he turns out to be a kleptomaniac. He got the job because somebody said there. Somebody check this box. Ricky loves expensive baggage. He just cannot keep from stealing. Yeah, but that's against the law, though. <laughs> you know, that's against the, the law. The red lipstick and the stash just don't go together. Yeah, he's he's kind of hung in the middle there. Yeah. He he's he can't decide which way to go. When I put on lipstick because I do have facial hair, I never go with bright red. Right? No, no. no, no everybody right. knows yeah, that. Yeah. Red. Earth tone. Play some, down. Yeah, some little earthy, more of a brown. Yeah, play it down. The picture that I'm showing right now is a more normal look. Oh if, yeah. If, if you if more you go normal. through some of the looks this guy has. Who would have thought this person was mentally unstable? Who would have thought it? <laughs> no, uh, he hadn't seen a Louis Vuitton that he can't that he can't leave alone. He uh, loves a good nice well, he, handbag. He's stealing stuff in airports. I know, yeah. which is even stranger. You're like, you're on it's kind of hard to get away against the law. You remember they called him out the first time. He tried to act like it was a mistake, yeah. and then he admitted, "Well, I lied about that." Can't can't steal people's stuff. And then he went and did it again. I, I don't care what you identify as. Don't you? There's no identify. I identify as a thief. We don't let that go. No, <laughs> not yet. Uh, let's go to Bobby. You're right, not yet. And Pelham, listening to ZZK. Bobby, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Guys, I grew up in Rainbow City. Been listening to you since 1994, but I missed several years of living out of state, and uh, I didn't catch a show for a while. So I've been catching up on a lot of your best thugs. And I wanted to ask Rick, uh, what was going on with your voice about 10 years ago? It seems to have gotten kind of raspy there for a while, and then you got it fixed. Uh, I actually had um, my vocal cords um, were damaged, and it had no uh, these uh, what are they called nodes, nodes. N- nodes on it. And honestly, I was in a I was in a bind. I mean, the ear, nose, and throat doctor at the time said, "Look, you are at the crossroads of your voice being gone, uh, so you're going to have to make some adjustments." And I was actually coaching a lot in those days, so I was coaching and I was speaking and I was doing the show, and then I was also even singing some. And he said, "You're going to have to drop the shouting." Um, what? so in coaching, you know how you have to project across the field. I actually started having to have coaches. He said, if we can't get these nodes like calluses on your hands to soften, your voice is not going to return. And the surgery we would have to do, you would not be able to be on the show at all for like eight to 10 weeks, uh, uh no speaking. And so I just made adjustments in my life. Like he told me to do and, you know, cut out some things that I was doing, certainly stop coaching. Uh, or if I was coaching, I would let somebody else, you know, yell across the field to the players to get them in, you know, the right alignment or whatever. And I just started making adjustments, and and praise God, it came back. So that, that so there really was a problem. And I'm like you, it was so gradual because you're with people all the time. When I hear those old segments, 
I mean, it was really bad, and I apologize that y'all had to go through that, but that's what happened. And, and uh, also, remember, you went to school to learn how to not talk with the yeah, Southern accent. That remember that a, guy that called right. accused you of that? Funny. Yeah, whoever, whoever had that assignment, they have been fired. <laughs> uh, well, at one time, you were doing all the voices on the show, remember? Right, right. This guy, remember, I got you. I got you. Gosh, that was a good one. So you can see how tiring that uh, could be. Gotcha. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Bonnie in Alabama. Bonnie, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, this is Bonnie of Bonnie Bread. But uh, I'm calling about Biden. He is like Tim Wilson's bit where it's Uncle BS. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> everything he does is just he makes up a story. Yeah. No, you're right. One hundred percent. And remember, the people who are really compulsive liars. They try to throw you with great detail. Yeah, I started to they say They love that, detail. They say that one of the traits of yep. a really good liar is they will cover you up with details. That's correct. To try to make, oh, yeah. because in their mind, they're creating the story, and they're telling you the story as they're creating it, and those are the details they're coming up with, and that's a sure sign that somebody's making it up. He, when he throws out 61... <clears throat> Uh, that sounds better than 60. He gives you the name of the square and yeah. the town, yeah. and all he, that. I'm he there was, for a job interview. Oh, yeah. He was you stalling me. He goes, yeah, my dad. <laughs> God love him. Uh, you know, he, he, That's he's, exactly he's rolling, right. stalling. That's exactly Same which right. way he's going to go. Exactly right. God love you. What am God I love about? my dad. God, God love Let me see how I can come up with this story. Okay, what it was 1961. And you make it your daddy, and that, yeah. you know, you, that ties everybody in there. I look back mm-hmm. at my dad, all, all that stuff. And you also you say stuff like zing 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 small business. You do that, too. <laughs> right? right. Well, Judge, we all know what that means. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> if not, Adler had that covered. Sure. Oh yeah. This ask Adler. Uh, Tom in Bell City, <laughs> listen to ZZK. Tom, go ahead. Meek 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 meek. Okay, I got a solution for all the nut jobs out there, and also Merry Christmas, guys. I've enjoyed this year talk listening to y'all and getting to call in. Nice tie-in. The Lord. The Lord needs to come now, and that'll end all this chaos. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. Thank you, buddy. And and that you that, know, yeah. as bad as it is, mm-hmm. I don't think we have seen uh, where we're going yet. No, that's no. hard to imagine. <laughs> it's hard to imagine. But you couldn't imagine this if I told you. You know, ten years ago, you would say, "Well, it's about as bad as it's going to get," and it's not. It wasn't even close. <laughs> We'd take ten years ago, right? Yeah, now. in a uh, minute. In a minute, they, Rick, they love each other. They, they love each 19, other, Joey. Nineteen sixty-one. God love him. God love him. Two my men dad. in suits. They were in suits. I want to give you every detail. Uh, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right, now I'm going to tell you that these legendary videos, and we all like it because we're men, and for some reason. When men are, are born as, as as little baby boys, I don't. I, I think it's just a gift that's given to each male, and that is this. I don't. I don't understand why people don't think it's funny, but all men think breaking wind is funny. And uh, not me, Rick. And, and of course, I, I took on the thing for men everywhere uh, with my wife that. Men have thanked me for everywhere I went. Is my wife did what a lot of women do. I don't understand why y'all think this is so funny. To which I replied, "No, no, no. We're not the weird ones. Why don't you think it's funny?" Yeah, that's true. And uh, you know, it's like that time that Bubba and I made that stand for ribs for breakfast. Yeah. You know, yeah. where did this rule come from? Boy, but I miss those ribs. It's not why are we eating ribs for breakfast. Why aren't you? Yeah. See, we yeah. should have just said we identify <clears throat> this meal as dinner. Right. 
That was before we were allowed to do all that. Right. Yeah, right. We, we pretty much do that. I guess because we thought it was stupid. You're right. Now, now I guess that's what we'll do. <laughs> Someone you know? assigned it breakfast food at birth. Um, all right. So here we go. We there's a claim. That, that someone may have broke large wind. Okay, that guy looks like it was probably him. On Morning Joe. Uh, so this is Joe Scarborough. And now some people are making fun that they hate DeSantis so bad that they're literally crapping their pants. That's but but um, every time we go down the road with these videos, it, it never tur- it always turns out to it. be. It's like Bigfoot. It's like it always sound. turns out to be explainable. I know yeah. it. You are all over I, there. I want everybody to be real quiet. a weather balloon. And I yeah. feel like there's two in there, but there might be just one. Okay, here we uh, go. Just, what do y'all think? Well, that space now appears to be being filled with Ron DeSantis, and it's being viewed as a threat by Trump see, supporters. Every Trump single male. Stop it. Stop, stop it. You see that? Every two, single male. Listen, every single. I don't know too. what else it could be. I was yeah. in a position where I could see four of the six men in here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, Rick, it had perfect tones. So one of those. If it was like something that was like, you can't really hear. I, I watched the four of you, Bubba, Greg, Helms, and Adder, y'all all in a perfect line for me. Every single one of y'all could not keep from laughing. As soon as y'all heard, I even tried to make a point because we were to not laugh. It's part of being a man. Let's, let's hear it again. Because it was worse than I thought it was going to be. It was. And there are two, by the way. Well, that space right. now appears to be being filled with Ron DeSantis, and it's being viewed as a threat by Trump supporters, <laughs> Trump backers, <laughs> Trump advisors. <laughs> It makes me think it may be fake. Was the timing <laughs> it was yeah. right in between words? <laughs> yeah, right. You could hear it perfect. And look, if and it's then slipping, when he says Trump, you hear it again. But my point is that if it was slipping, no way you let it slip a second time. <laughs> you, know, you might get that first one. Well, but he might have it. I thought. Let's hear it again. Well, that space now appears to be being filled with Ron DeSantis, and it's being viewed as a threat by with Ron DeSantis, and filled with filled with being filled with Ron DeSantis. <laughs> On the loop, it's even funnier. Oh, and that guy, the way he looks, oh, gosh, y'all, we may have seen Bigfoot. It may have finally happened. This, 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 this may be. It's off mic, though. I don't know that it's him. It must be yeah. somebody else. Well, yeah. Well, somebody thought that they were clear to let a little pressure off. Is what if, if it's real? If it's real. <laughs> well, look. If you're if you're a host and you're stuck on the air Golly. and you you having oh, something gosh. happen, you got like I gotta I gotta make it to the break. Oh, thought that was gonna be silent. Well, that space now appears to be being filled with Ron DeSantis, and it's being viewed as a threat by Trump supporters, Trump backers, Trump advisors. That's that single one you gotta have. Because what you're doing, you're clearing the way for what you need to do next. And you realize I'm not. I need to clear a little. The first one, you just, yeah, I saw, let's go ahead and open this up. Let's, yeah. let's open we up. Hope shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, to, listen to what he's saying when it happens. <laughs> what he's saying when it happens is what's making it funny. Well, that space now appears to be being filled with Ron DeSantis. It's being viewed be as feeling. a threat by <laughs> Trump supporters. Trump. <laughs> that, that's that little short tweeter right there. <laughs> crying, Bubba's crying, I'm crying. That's incredible. Oh, my gosh. Why do we love that so much? It's real to me, damn it. <laughs> okay. yeah. 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 Yeah.
Right there yeah. on your cussing limit, Greg. Oh. <laughs> Greg, Greg, so much time left. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, it is real. Oh, oh my you goodness. You said you were done. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, you in the kickoff hour. He cussed in the kickoff hour and claimed he was done. That was not a cuss. He also said he was going to save a bag of peanuts for the big year end. I ain't going to have me either. Greg, he said he was done for the rest of the year. He acted like that's a big feat. We got one day left. But I was just quoting the wrestling guy. That's different. There wasn't emotion. There was no emotion tied to it. Listen, I laughed. I laugh so hard. Ron DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just quoting the wrestling guy. It's different. Play it again, Adam. Man, I'm out of. I'm out. Yeah, we got to hear this at least two more times. <laughs> Appears to be being filled with be being filled being filled filled with Ron DeSantis filled with Ron DeSantis filled with Ron DeSantis. <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> I heard, My head hurts. No, when I heard that today oh, on the so kickoff fire, we come back again. Greg said something. He said, "Well, look, I'm done for the rest of the year." And I'm like, "There's just one more day. There's one day well, left." Well, Rick. Yeah, and he didn't, Rick, but and it's look, a long day. He didn't, day. Make, that. He didn't no, even make it. He didn't. I, that doesn't count when you're quoting someone else. Everybody knows that, that Greg. Greg. It wasn't my thought. It wasn't my thought. Uh. Gosh, that's good. Oh, y'all. We have that in this room. So, do we think it's real, guys? No, not probably. I don't not. think it is, but in my mind, I'm going to have it. The got timing it. is perfect. Uh, do you it's, think it's, it's well done? The second one makes me think If it's up. manufactured or if it's if what, it's real. Is it well accidentally done. manufactured or <laughs> like a chair? Or, right. or, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. The or, question before us right now. Or did they say I'm going to make a fire noise th- here? There's three answers. Number one, it's straight up real, yeah. which is preferred. Yeah, we're going with that one. Number two, it's it's dropped into the video uh, on post-production. Now that happens too. Okay. Yeah, and then number three, it was just a natural occurrence. Somebody's chair or cushion or something yeah, sounded like squeaks, one. I blamed something. my chair in middle school too, guys. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who didn't do that? And you tried to make it, uh, recreate it, and you yeah. couldn't? <laughs> oh, it's in my chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I know. Like my Look shoes. at his face right here, though. I, it looks like it's him. I don't know who designed <laughs> those chairs that we had in, oh, in high school. Oh, man. The, with the plastic oh, bottom yeah. and back yeah. and yeah. The, the way they were. It's almost and like they were, they were they were, right. they were acoustically designed <clears throat> to amplify somebody no. barking off. No, it, it looked, know, it and did. I mean, it would absolutely, mm. it, it just. It'd take a three to it, a five. Oh, oh easy, yeah. easy. Oh, you would, it's like you, say you walked up to like Cape Canaveral, okay, and you never seen it before. You'd right. go over and go, I, guess, I bet that's for launching rockets. Right. Yeah, when right. you saw those chairs, you're so, like, oh boy. Man, I'm about, this is for launching wind. <laughs> it, anytime, it's like an amphitheater. Anytime we had to go to like uh, some meeting or an event or a, you know some kind of class on something, and mm-hmm. they put us in one of those with those chairs. I, oh, yeah. When I saw them, I thought, oh, my gosh, what have they done? Oh, yeah. oh, it's a, it's oh. like somebody built a, <laughs> an amphitheater for butts. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> hey, he's about to get it down, Ray. It's acoustically <laughs> perfect. <laughs> he's gone. Okay. And there goes Bob. Bring in the choir. We have a perfect setup. Uh, the sound <laughs> is perfect. <laughs> no, if you, the, we can take you from an average yeah. to a full-blown oh, yeah. shut the class down. Wow. Uh, Y'all want it one more time? Yeah, yeah of, course, course. of course. Well, that space now appears to be being filled with Ron DeSantis, <laughs> and it's being viewed as a threat by Trump supporters. Trump. <laughs> Your phone calls are next. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hello there, Rick and Bubba, asking you the question Are you ready for tomorrow's big show? Rick, it is the big year ender. The 12 working days of Christmas conclude with day number 12. It's going to be a party. 
It's the last gift of Christmas and the final live show. Don't you dare miss it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.